Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy V and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome. Hot, muggy day in the capital city. Maybe we might even get some rain. That'll feel good. Uh, We've got a power pack show for you today. In fact, I'm probably not going to do much. Uh, Wait a minute. That wouldn't be any different than any other day. Right, Trent? Yes. yes, Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, Coming up, uh, 1225, Alex Halstead, 24-7, Cyclone Alert. Uh, We'll uh, dive into uh, several topics on the Cyclones with Alex and we're doing our draft. Is that again? Is that right? Also, yesterday, for the Cap, Cap yeah. City League, Capital City League mock draft today. Alex, myself, and you, Jimmy B, will be drafting our team. Five starters and one reserve spot. So eighteen players. Okay, and uh, we do it strictly Iowa State and Drake, Drake. players that are currently yes. on their roster. Okay. No. Well, you know, Royce White's come back a couple yeah, of times. No, 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 can't, can't have that. Now. Okay. We don't do any of that. You're strictly going to draft out of guys that are on the Got roster it. for Iowa State and for Drake. So we will be doing that with Alex at 1225. Some more Cyclone news and notes that we're going to get into as well before we get to that. But that'll come up here in about 20 minutes or so. Also got Chris Cotillo going to talk with him about the uh, draft from last night, a little baseball conversation at 1 o'clock. 120, Travis Partridge. Yes. Uh, quarterback people, of the Barnstormers. Yes, yes. The Barnstormers quarterback will be by. We will talk with him about their team getting ready for the finale of the regular season. I think they've won like 622 games in a row now. No. Not that many? No. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Right, right. Okay. Try to be factually correct. All right. Well, that's not in my wheelhouse. That's what I figured. 140. We're going to break down the U.S. Open with Brendan Polrath from SB Nation. 2 o'clock, John Cannon on the NBA Finals. Wolfgang will be here as well at 220. A lot of different things to talk to with him. So it's a busy show, Jimmy B. It is. Packed up with guests today. Yeah. Kind of some days it goes that way, other days it doesn't. Well, sometimes people say, hey, I'm too busy, so yes. they can't get on with us, but that's not the case today. So we are ready to roll, Jimmy B. Your crappy NBA is over. Oh, man. Thank God. You know, um, I love the game last night. That one stretch where Golden State, what, they went on like a 19-2, to 17-2 run, and that pretty much was the game. Uh, Cleveland battled back in the second half, got to within five a couple of times, but Mm -hmm. that's as close as they could get. And look, hey, Cleveland wins this series if Kevin Durant's not there. It's simple. He does. uh, Cleveland wins. They win back-to-back if the Warriors, a 73-win team, do not go out and get the second-best player on the planet to join them. Look, I'm not going to make excuses. It is what it is. Congrats to the Golden State Warriors. You know me. I'm I'm a Warriors guy. I like to love to watch them play the ball movement, the way that they take care of business out on the court. But when you add a guy of that ilk, it has flipped the NBA now on its ear, and every team, every team now, is playing for second place. Every team in the NBA is playing for second place. It's kind of like. Baseball and spring training. You know, everybody's so excited to go in and start. But you know that there's only about eight to ten teams that really are going to be in that playoff hunt. Now, in the NBA, there's one team. And that's it. 
And everybody else has to try to figure out a way to catch up, unless, of course, there are injuries next season. We'll find out if it's good or bad for the NBA next year. But still, the performances by individual players were just sensational. Durant was uh, just the man for Golden State, and we all know what LeBron can do. The dude averaged a triple-double in the playoffs. It's never been done before in the finals, LeBron James. What did you draw out of it? Well, I, I think maybe you're being a, a bit hyperbolic. Though the series went 4-1, yes. the gap that we saw in games one and two, two they, were, yeah. they were big. Yeah. and But we've seen that Cleveland might be just a retooling effort away mm-hmm. with what they have at the top line of their team. With LeBron James playing at this level, they can at least compete. Yes. The difference is they have a bunch of guys that are playing reserve roles that don't deserve to be on the floor. I agree. In an NBA Finals. One of them is Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver. He was awful. He was terrible. Darren Williams. Awful. Awful. That is the spot where they need to find a way to get better. That is the spot where if they can retool, they can get younger, they can find a guy in the second round, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, mm-hmm. there's an opportunity to close that gap. And then if that happens, well, you're really talking about something. And then there's the other side of it, of course, which has already been speculated about even before we got to this point in the series finishing up. And that would be trading away Kevin Love, bringing in Paul George. Right. And that's going to have a lot of conversation that's going to be happening up until this point. We'll have plenty of time to decipher and to talk about that, Jimmy B. But I, I don't think the gap is as big as I felt like it was after the two games. Okay. Game three, it was just a late run that it went was. the other way. Yep. Game four, when they were clicking on all cylinders, we saw how Cleveland can even dominate a team like yes. that. Yep. And even last night, yeah. you, you mentioned that one big run. And Cleveland played incredibly well throughout they, the course of that did. game. They did. And they did it on the road. So I don't think the gap is that big. Mm-hmm. Healthy San Antonio. I am hopeful. I am hopeful that it doesn't turn down to this. You know my thoughts. I just don't like the way that Durant, to me, took the easy way out. I, I agree. It's a guy that I've always enjoyed, but it has tainted this team for me. Here's the thing. Okay. TV rating-wise, though, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It was astronomical. Because people love these super teams. Yes. They, they enjoy watching greatness, and that has borne out. Will that continue next year? Maybe they're making a run at going, I don't know, 77-5, and five, like our friend John Cannon <laughs> said. They're doing something like that. I'm sure there'll still be ratings. But here's another component. Okay. For all this greatness and the TV ratings, that means more money. What are the owners of the other 28 teams thinking? Because I've heard from a lot of different places that they don't like this one bit. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Dan Gilbert, who liked it a lot more last year when he got a title out Sure, of it. yes. Unless you're the ownership group in Golden State, the other 28 owners are looking around saying, I don't like this one bit. Do we get to a point in the next CBA where the rules are once again moved and changed? Interesting. To stay away from this. Mm-hmm. Because if you're Milwaukee, right. if you're Toronto, right. if you're Boston, well, Boston, different. Lakers, different. Okay. I'm talking about the small to mid-market uh, okay. teams. Dallas? Eh, Dallas, different as well. Dallas is San one. Antonio. There's one. There's one. Atlanta, Memphis, Sacramento. We can play this game all day yeah, long. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. But name outside them. of the elite of the elite. Mm, yes. What's the point? If it is your place in Milwaukee, you spend a lot of money, get a new arena, mm-hmm. keep the team there. Yep. 
but you look at it and say, we can't win here. Oh. And they have some we, good players, too. They, yeah. The Greek freak yeah. is, is on his way to being an MVP at some point. Yes. He has that kind of ascension to his game that he can get to, and it's not that big of a stretch. You have that guy. You have that piece where, in the past, you could build a team around it right. and feel like you have a shot. But in the current construction, you're not beating Golden State. No. You're not beating Cleveland. No. Not in the old way because you're not getting free agents to go to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You're not creating a super team in Milwaukee. Miami, yes. Playing with LeBron anywhere, yes. Well, yes, LeBron, wherever LeBron goes, you're good right away. Golden State, yes. <laughs> not in Milwaukee. Not with the Bucks. And they're not the only ownership group that looks at it and says that kind of thing. So I do wonder if we're going to be heading towards another area where mm-hmm. they look back reevaluate the way this is put. Because the reason that this has happened is because the last collective bargaining agreement made it available to happen. That is correct, yes. And you very much can change the rules and make it incredibly difficult to do something like that. I don't like it. I don't like the I don't like the optics of it. It's not what I enjoy out of professional sports. Mm-hmm. Team building. And Golden State did it the right way up until this point. Until they signed Durant. Until Durant. Yes. That pushed it over the edge for me. Okay. That's what made it untenable. I, I enjoyed watching this team until this year. And Kevin Durant, did you see his Nike commercial after the game? No, I did not. Oh, Jimmy B. I got it here for you. Oh, you do? I, am I going to love it or dislike it big time? Let, we'll we'll give it a little a little A little here. taste here? Okay. So the beginning of it is him just uh, you know talking about... Him, when he was coming into the league, he's too skinny, you know, all these negative yeah. things. But then they go to when he goes and signs with Golden State. Oh, okay. All right. So that's the next part of it. That's where we're going to pick up this commercial with Kevin Durant that played last night after the NBA. Big deal. Kevin Durant will sign with the Warriors. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Traitor. We gravy train. So. Those first three things. Yes. All true. <laughs> Winning a championship Gra- does not change those things. Gravy train is right. Yes. <laughs> Trader. Gravy train. He took the easy way out. These things don't change. What a dumb commercial. <laughs> what a stupid commercial. Tell him, Trent. Unbelievable. I can't. I can't I'm buying believe- Adidas here on out. <laughs> I can't believe they they went for that. And you look, he... He did what he wanted. Yes. He went to the... And that is all well and good. Yeah, I get that. But... I get that from his standpoint, But don't yes. get pissy when people call you out on it. Yeah. Because it's true. It is true. You took the easy yeah. way out. Yeah. Gravy train, absolutely. Yeah. And then you go to Nike and say, hey, let's make a commercial after we win. I'm talking about all these talking heads going after you. Of course they're going after you because it was the weak way out. Ridiculous. It was because it is true. That is correct. He went to a team that won 73 games last year. 73. Yes. Wasn't like he went to a team that just won 50 mm-hmm. and 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 was a maybe a four seed. No. He went to the team that won 73 and set the NBA record. So I got something for you. Okay. 1990. Been there, done that. You were around. We uh that was the year that the Pistons beat the Blazers in the uh championship bad the boy, NBA finals. Bad boys. Yep, their second title in a row, I believe. Correct. As they won that one, dominated four one. But in the Eastern Conference Finals, mm-hmm. they played the Bulls. Okay. It was a very contentious series, went seven games, close back and forth, all those different things. Now imagine for a moment, you're the Bulls. Have never been able to get over the hump. Michael Jordan 
called at that time. You remember? Well, he's a great player, but yeah. he's not a winner. But he's yeah, he can't get there. Yeah, he's he's. We're talking, and he's seven years into his career. That at this is point. correct. Seven years, and he can't get there. He can't get to the big series. Now imagine, imagine for a moment that during that off season. They go out and they bring in, oh, I don't know. You mean Chicago you're talking yeah. about? Okay. They go out and they bring in whoever might be one of the top players. Let, let's look at 1990 scoring leaders. Okay. Let's see if I can find it from 1990. So the Bulls go out that year, uh-huh. and they decide, you know what we're going to do? We're going to bring in, da, 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 let's go through, scroll. Uh, we're going to bring in Bernard King. That was 28 a game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. We're going to bring in Charles Barkley. Oh. Yeah. That's what this is. Durant, yes, that would be like them bringing Barkley in in his prime. You remember Durant's in his prime. Yes. Not yes. A, he's not an old guy. He's in his prime. We're going to bring in Chris Mullen and Mitch Richmond both from oh. Golden State <laughs> to play <laughs> to play with Jordan Pippen. Yeah. Uh, because that's what this is. Yeah. And that's what makes it. And that's what bothers you? But instead, Jordan, his teammates around him got better. Horace Grant got better. Scottie Pippen got better. Cartwright started making plays. Yep. They were a better team, but they were built up that way. It wasn't going making a big splash. And not just a splash. You're going to bring a free agent. You know, that's all well and good. Sure, sure. But that level of guy. Charles Barkley teaming up with Jordan. They're boys. Yeah. Oh, I know they are. Yeah. And in today's environment, that's exactly what it would have happened. You bet. And we wouldn't have got to see probably the best finals that Jordan played, at least the most competitive, was that first one against, uh, second one against the Suns. Phoenix Suns with with Barkley. It was probably the best team that they saw in those six final championships for Jordan. We wouldn't have got to see that because they would have been playing together and they would have been throttling everybody. Yeah. That's what we have today. Yeah. That's what I don't like. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Look. Durant has made a lot of money. He's a terrific guy. Just ask the people in Oklahoma City when he wrote a check for a million bucks for all of those people that lost their home and schools in that tornado that uh, ripped through just outside in that suburb. He's a, he's a terrific guy. Not taking anything away from just don't like the move. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yep. Just don't like it. So there it was, uh, a little conversation about last night. Let's take a closer look as we uh, gave you the Nike commercial. How stupid is that? <laughs> what a punk. I, I just. I, I know. You're really. I you're don't chafed, like man. I can tell. I am. I am. And, and I'm also chafed because of this. Okay. Let's listen to the call at the end of the ball game uh, last night. Okay. So as we go through. And hear how it sounded as Golden State wins their second title over the last few years. Rushing up the floor. Three-pointer is good with 14.2 remaining. That right there. That right there. At Golden State, minus nine. Uh-huh. I got a push out of it. Oh, you did? <laughs> no, I wondered why you were playing that. <laughs> J.R. Smith. Oh, so the line went from eight and a half to nine? Yeah, it was It was all over the place. Oh, yeah, uh, it was? When, okay. when I uh, took my fire, it was nine. sitting there at nine. Wow. That one. So I ended up pushing, too. You did, too. Because I had the well, Cavs. Well, except you had the Cavs also. Uh, you had the Cavs winning the I series. Did. I did, but I couldn't back Somebody off. Somebody said, yeah. not John Cannon. Okay. None of our NBA guys. Okay. You're Mr. NBA. There's one person that told you before the series began, Warriors in five. 
Who was that? Uh, is it a guy sitting across the desk from me with a red shirt on? You got it. Okay. The man, the All myth, right. the legend, Trent Connie. I told you. <laughs> in five. Okay. In case you missed it, presented yeah. by Wolf Construction Roofing, continues as we go next to some baseball from last night. And the ugliness continues for John Lackey on the bump here. Jay Bruce going deep for the 17th time for the Mets. About Cespedes squatting 500 pounds. Bruce drives one of the gap in right center field, headed toward the wall, and it's out of here! A line drive, two-run homer for Jay Bruce. And the old apple moment. raises up. And the Mets have a 3-0 lead. So a 3-0 lead as the Mets go on for the victory. Another loss for the Cubs. Just can't find their footing, Jimmy B. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I I don't know what what they're doing. I, I know people are down on them. David Kaplan's, like, kicked him to the curb. Biggest Cubs blowhard of all time. Um, and I love Cappy. You know that. He mm-hmm. and I go, he and our boys, we go way back doing TV together. Uh, but they're saying they got to make trades. They got to make trades. They got to fix the pitching. Oh my God! What what's going what's going on here? Well, right now they suck. <laughs> they're not playing well. No, that's it's it's the way it is. I, look, I I hate to be the uh, the bearer of bad news to Cubs fans, but they suck. And you can sit here and try to explain to me, well, no, no, they stink right now. Look, they waited 108 years, broke that dreaded curse, won a world championship, and I think most fans thought, well, they'll probably be kind of like what Houston is right now, what Houston is doing in the American League, where they've got a 12-game lead over the Angels. I think most people thought, well, by now the Cubs will be out in front by 10 to 12 games. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't happened. Right. And so people are freaking. Absolutely freaking. And after last night's loss, they should be freaking. Because they're bad. So now we come to find out that in tonight's game, Rizzo has gone to Joe Madden and said, I want to lead off. So he's going to lead off tonight. Yeah. That's the story. Rizzo's going to be in the leadoff spot tonight. Well, they need somebody because nobody can get on base. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody can get on base. They got nothing. They started with Schwarber. They went to that experiment for way too long. Yes, they did. That didn't work out. Schwarber, I I guess there are a couple of signs of him breaking through. I I don't know. Well, when he hit the couple home runs, everybody thought it was. He's shown pop. Yeah. We always got power, though. Yeah, we know that. You can't bat 185, though. No. You need more than that. You need more than just hitting a couple long balls every How about every 175? Week. Well, and <laughs> and it's not just that, but the big part of Kyle Schwarber is not the batting average. It's his on-base percentage and mm-hmm. how good he is at you know, drawing walks and getting on base. And that hasn't obviously been a part where your batting average is that low. Your on-base is going to be low along with it. They're searching for answers. Yeah. Now, the good news is... The division stinks. It does. The Cardinals have their own set of issues. Yep. The Brewers, uh, this is probably a high watermark for them. They're not going to be a team that's going to win 90-plus games. No. Maybe it'll be a fun story and they can hang around, and I'd love to see that, but it's not a strong division. So they have plenty of time to work this out, and they don't have to be overly aggressive because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, as a fan, it is panic time, but realizing that the likelihood that you have to worry about you know, something big happening and, and you got to go out and you got to mortgage your future to get a guy. No, that's not the case. Get in. Just get in. 
You start playing your best baseball in October. There you go. We've seen teams a lot less talented than this Cubs team get hot in October and make a run to the World Series. You're right. And I looked at the roster, and I'm looking at it right now. Trent, they do not have a guy in the lineup hitting 300. Not a guy. Not a guy. Montero, who pinch hit last night and went 0 for 1, is hitting 296. In the starting lineup last night, not a guy hitting 300 or really 296 Montero. Okay, you'll take that. But they don't, he's the guy. That's it. Yeah, but you got Chris Bryant. I mean, well, I, I get that. <laughs> I, I, I understand and, and 300's that. 300 is not the end all be all. I, I, I know that, but, but what I'm saying is, is that, is that they, they don't have a consistent hitter in the lineup right now. They just don't. I call Bryant pretty consistent. You think so? He's on pace for forty homers. I I get that, but so was Dave Kingman, who hit two thirty. Right. Okay, he could do that. Right now, Jim, you also have to realize baseball is much different today than it was even five years ago. What's that got to do with anything? You hit the ball out of the park. You touch all the bases. Mm-hmm. You touch home plate. Correct. What's the difference with a home run from nine hundred years ago or in today's game? There's none. Explain Overall, me. what teams are looking to build today because of defensive shifts? Batting average is not as important as on-base percentage. Mm-hmm. And a way to measure a player, that is a very simple way of looking at it. When Get you it. look deeper, you find different areas that teams can become very sustainable. On top of it, teams don't care about batting average hardly at all anymore. Look at around baseball. Home runs are up. Yeah, they are. Getting bad ag- batting average is incredibly low. Mm-hmm. You're also working against specialized relief pitchers, that something that wasn't a part that's why baseball is different. That's what I'm trying to tell you here. Uh, that's fine. It's a different game the way that you look at the numbers. You can't just say, well, not hitting 300, you're not very good. No, I didn't it, say that. I said they don't have a 300 hitter in the lineup is what I said. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, look, I understand on-base percentage. Barry Bonds' on-base percentage was like a 1,000. It was unbelievable how high it was. I mean, they, everybody would intentionally walk him, and then they'd finally throw a pitch, and he'd hit it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And you can call here, and you can say, well, he was juicing. I don't give a rat's if he was juicing or not. I don't care. They, he's still got to hit the ball. And they walked him intentionally all the time. What's that have to do with the Cubs? All I'm saying is, don't get me started on this. All I'm saying is, is that they are just struggling to get guys on base. They are. I and they you. stink. All right, Jimmy B, let's finish up here as we go to L.A. Listen to this one the whole time. Your boy Aaron Judge yeah. goes deep and listen to the chants as they play in Anaheim. The other way, let the fastball get deep. Pitches hit high and deep to right center field. Way back. This one is gone. A home run for Aaron Judge. And the Yankees are back out in front. It's now a 5-3 to three game. All rise indeed. <laughs> Number 22 on the season. The MVP chance are out from the Isn't that great? Isn't that great on the road? You know, you know what they need to do? They need to bring the old Flip Wilson. Here come the judge. Here come the judge. They need to bring Flip Wilson back. You give John Sterling a call, see if they can do that. What we're going to do yes. is we're going to take a break. That was in case you missed it, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Coming up, it's time for our mock draft, the Capital City League, coming up at Valley Southwoods. Alex Halstead's going to join us. I'm we'll taking talk DeAndre Cyclones. Kane. DeAndre Kane? Yeah. Not eligible. Oh.
Back to the drawing board for Jim Brinson. We'll do that next here as we roll through on a Tuesday. Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it even cricket. Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. Midwest Basement Systems got the fix. Call 289 Kubota's Orange Opportunity Sales Event is going on now. Take on the tough jobs in a powerful Kubota Standard L-Series. With the right combination of dependable horsepower and ease of operation, they're perfect for the independent property owner. Now get financing as low as 0% APR for up to 84 months. Now through June 30th, 2017. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. Come see Jake at Capital City Equipment in Des Moines, just off I-80 on 2nd Avenue. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. you soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody. Welcome back in. Uh, Alex Halstead is our guest. Uh, You hear him all the time here on the program. Boy's got nothing else better to do than talk to us. 24-7 cyclone alert. Because he doesn't. He hangs out here with us. Has fun. Right, right. It's a good time. It is a good time. Well, why you always got to be sad-sacking everything? I'm not sad-sacking it. I'm just Oh, he's got nothing better to do. I've heard that line. It's because we're important. That's why. (laughs) 
<laughs> let's let's slow down on that. Okay, one. he comes to us on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Alex. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, we're doing great, pal. How's everything with you? You getting a little time off? Uh, not really. This is actually the you know the busy couple weeks, um, especially for recruiting. You know, Iowa State football held its first camp in Ames on Saturday, and then they've got two big recruiting weekends coming up with some of their commits coming to town, like Real Mitchell and some big targets that they kind of hope, I think those commits will help convince to come to Iowa State. So it's kind of a busy time through the weekend of the 25th or so, Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a dead period, and then you kind of slow down into July a little bit. Yeah, go ahead, Trent. Well, we're going to get into uh, the mock draft for the Capital City League coming up here in just a little bit, but a couple news and notes. Uh, You speak of recruiting. Pretty good quarterback prospect they got over the weekend from up in Michigan, uh, Indiana, Iowa, a few mm-hmm. other Big Ten teams were involved with him. Little undersized at five foot nine, but boy, watching the tape on this kid, uh, a real good good. It looks like again for Coach Campbell and company. Yeah, that's kind of the big thing. Is you know, I know the size is kind of the first thing that got brought up. You know, when he committed, I think he's at five foot nine, probably between five foot nine, and five foot ten, and um, so an undersized corner, but. You know, obviously, I think a lot of Iowa State fans in the last year or so have gotten uh, more used to getting taller corners. You know, Matt Campbell has targeted guys um, that are six foot, six foot one. I think they've even got a six foot two corner. And a lot of the corners you've seen them get so far are taller, but you still do need some of those uh, smaller guys that can, um, you know, maybe play the nickel, play the slot, and those sorts of things. And, uh, you know, talking to one of our analysts, they think Javion Morton, uh, the guy that committed over the weekend from Detroit area, uh, it's one of the best covered corners in the Midwest. And so, um, you know, like you mentioned, you know, Iowa offered a couple weeks ago. I think Indiana, Pitt, uh, Cincinnati, Syracuse were all in that mix as well. But he really liked the Iowa State staff and, and his uh, visit a couple weeks ago. And so uh, they get him locked up. And now they've got two corners in the class, him, uh, who's five foot nine, but also a six foot one corner, Anthony Johnson Jr. from Florida. So they've got a little bit of versatility and, and diversity uh, in, in skill sets now in the secondary. Uh, who's the kid that uh, had issues and now is uh, looking for a second opportunity? Hmm. Oh, that they uh, that they just got yesterday. Sorry, yes. I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to think of all these different names. <laughs> yeah, they actually added a running back yesterday, Johnny Lang that's, from that's down him. in Florida. Yes. Johnny Lang. When and, I when I saw Johnny Lang, I thought it was the blues singer. Yeah, he got an interesting, interesting and catchy name, uh, which is always good for uh, a kind of a running back and. The situation with them is him is pretty interesting. You know, out of high school, he's actually a 2016 recruit. And, you know, he had a really early offer from Florida State. I don't know if that was committable towards the end. But, you know, Florida State, Arizona, Kentucky, West Virginia, Utah, um, those schools were all in the mix for him initially. Um, He had a little bit of a legal issue. And that kind of initially kind of hurt him with school because he ended up kind of getting away from a bad situation in Florida and moving to Utah. And then that hurt his academics because he didn't have all the core classes needed. And so he didn't go anywhere. He didn't qualify initially in 2016. And now Iowa State has added him um, to his 2017 class because he took online courses, finished, and he'll come to Iowa State you know, as a freshman with four years or five years to play four. Um, he's at Iowa State now beginning classes uh, here, I think, today or this week. And so a good add for them, just depth-wise, you know, Canadian Wangu situation is still up in the air. Uh, but either way, just getting a talented running back that did have some good suitors, um, just, you know, any talent they can get on offense or either side of the ball, they like to add. And uh, he's a good late addition, I think, for them uh, to fill that last uh, spot that they have. One more before uh, we get into our mock draft. Uh, 
Monte Morris, as we get ready for the NBA draft, uh, spend a little time on the sidelines, a, a slight injury there. Have you heard anything more, any teams that maybe Monte Morris has talked to a little bit more, any rumblings at this point in time with a draft just around the corner? Yeah, it was kind of bad timing for him with, I think, uh, it was the quad slash groin hamstring type issue. And five of him for about a week, I, I think he might be starting to get to the point where he's a little bit more healthy. But nine days out, I think, from the draft, and it's still looking like he'll probably sneak in there somewhere, you know, maybe mid to early second round. Um, but there hasn't been a lot about, you know, where he might go exactly. I know uh, he's worked out for uh, the Lakers and, um, the Magic and the Pacers, and he's kind of been around. I think he's worked out for six to eight teams, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if he ends up going to one of the teams he worked out for. You know, in the last year, Abdul Nader was a guy that you know worked out. I think in front of the Celtics at one point, and he really impressed them and, and got a spot solidified. And so that's kind of what those workouts are good for, obviously. Uh, but it's been pretty quiet on that front in terms of you know what teams he's impressed the most. But you know, he has had a number of workouts, and that's the good thing for him is that he probably got in like I said, six to eight probably workouts before the injury. So at least that injury came later in the process than at the beginning, whereas maybe he wouldn't have been able to get in front of as many teams. Alex Halstead is our guest. He's on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Well, we had a lot of fun with the PTL yesterday. Uh, several people have tweeted and said that I scored by far and away the best team. Really? Yeah. Were they drunk? Yes. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. You're drunk buddies. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> We're going to do the Capital City League today. Now, here's the parameters. They have to be guys that are currently on an Iowa State or Drake roster. Uh, should we include the redshirt guys that will be playing? Michael Jacobson, yeah, Mariel Shayak. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put that. both of those guys in there. They are sure. eligible to be drafted as well, even though they won't be able to play coming up this season. Alex, you are the guest here. That means you get the number one pick. Where are you going to go? First pick here in the Capital City League mock draft with Jimmy B and TC. Yeah, this is a, a tough one. I think there's three guys that stand out for the pick. And you go, I thought, you know, either Linda Wigginton, Nick Weiberbab, or Donovan Jackson. But Linda Wigginton, if, you know, if we're going realistic model here, probably isn't going to be taking part in the Cap City League now. He's headed to Canada to work out for the under 19 team. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to pass on him and go with Nick Weiberbab. I think you know, this league sometimes defenses, especially as you get later in the games, uh, it's a little bit easier uh, to score. And I think Nick Weiberbab will, will be my first pick because he he can get to the hoop. He does so many different things when he does get the ball. Uh, but a tough decision, I think, between him and Donovan Jackson for me. Okay. So going to go in that spot. Jimmy B, you want the number two pick? No, you take it. We'll just stay in the same order because if we go differently, I'll get all confused. Well, that is true. Yesterday, Jim had the third pick, and he wants to stay that. <laughs> and he likes to have those sandwich picks, the back-to-back. <laughs> I know how you're working okay. there, Jimmy B. So you went Nick Weiler, Bab. I'm going Donovan Jackson. And a question for you, Alex, here. Donovan Jackson, we saw, shot an incredible rate last season uh, from deep. Now he's going to get a lot more minutes this year. He's going to have a lot more in terms of you have to figure ball handling him and Wigington will be sharing that role a little bit here. How big of a year do you think Donovan Jackson can have for Iowa State? Yeah, I think this this is going to be kind of his team to lead now, and that's kind of what he's trying to take on as responsibilities beginning in the spring. I know he was in the gym a lot, and I think he'll still be able to you know get a lot of opportunities from beyond the arc because they're going to have two point guards, and they're probably going to have two point guards out there a lot with him and Wigington, and Wigginton still needs to probably continue to develop his shot, but he's really good at attacking. And so I could see him, you know, attacking and getting 
Jackson opportunities. But I think Jackson ultimately will probably be a 12 to 14 points per game guy next year. And uh, the interesting thing will be with a higher volume, can he still shoot, you know, low to mid 40s from beyond the arc? A little bit different, yeah, mm-hmm. when you're getting that volume and shooting at that kind of rate. So we go from uh, my first pick, Donovan Jackson. Jimmy B's got two as we wrap it back around your first uh, last pick of the first round and first pick of the second, Jimmy B. This is uh, very interesting how you guys went. So I am going to, with my first pick in the first round, I'm going to stay in the guard category as well. I'm going to grab a guy who is just a freaking bulldog. I'm taking Reed Timmer from Drake. You're taking a bulldog in the first round. Only Jimmy B would be pulling that. So you're taking Reed Timmer. That is correct. To lead things out of the bulldogs. All right, where are you going with your second pick, Brinson? I'm taking a guy who I saw play last year a lot and is impressive. And I don't think Cyclone Nation really understands how good this guy is and how good he will be in a year. I'm taking 6'9", Michael Jacobson. Michael Jacobson. So you are going with a guard and then a big man with Jacobson going forward there. Now, we won't get to see Jacobson play during the regular season. Correct. We'll be playing, though, during the Caps Italy. So that You'll is want to prove a point. Jimmy like, B boys, is going to go. I'm here. Let's see what you got. All right. I am going to uh, continue with the guard court. Okay. I'm going with another guard. Lindell Wigginton, you mentioned that he is uh, probably not going to play a whole lot here. Still, I, I can't leave him out You're there. You're going to take him? He's going to put some monster numbers up if he does get to play. Lindell Wigginton, I can't leave him on the board. So I'm taking him here with the fifth selection okay. overall. Give me Lindell Wigginton. Over to you for two, Alex. Yeah, I, I think um, I'll go with Mario Stryak from Virginia, hmm. another guy that's got to sit out next year. Right. But we, he averaged 8.9 points per game at Virginia. I think he was the third leading scorer last year at Virginia. But that's on a really slow-paced, low-scoring team. And I think when I talked to um, Mariel, he told me the big thing about Iowa State is the open offense where uh, he's going to try to use this year off, beginning by with the Cap City League, to improve his three-point shot. But I think once he gets more of an opportunity to be kind of in a free-flowing offense, I think he could be a much more than an 8.9 points per game guy. It might be more of like, a, especially with some of the pieces they'll lose in a Donovan Jackson a 12 to 14 points per game guy. So uh, I'll go with him, and I'm really interested to see him for the first time uh, this summer. So Alex makes his uh, selection there with Mariel Shayok. Alex, now one more pick for you as we begin the third round out of six. Well, I'm kind of jumped up. I mean, I'm trying to think <laughs> of who I could go with. Here, I'll, I'll go with uh, Solomon Young. Uh-huh. Uh, just kind of get a, I've got a wing and a, kind of a guard and a wing. Probably need a forward on the team, and, uh, this is a big offseason for Solomon, obviously. I think Steve Prohm tweeted at him joking because, you know, Solomon likes to use his Twitter. He doesn't use it a ton, but a lot of his stuff is more like things that make you think about what he's thinking about. And he tweeted about what he should do, and Prohm tweeted him to work on his jump shot. So that's kind of a big area for him is to kind of continue to improve that. We saw what he can do with his energy, and now I think he's beginning to develop his skills. So I'll go with Solomon because I think, um, you know, He's one of the obviously the best forwards in the in this league this year. I'm going to go with another forward here, the great unknown Cameron Laird. I knew you were going to take him. Is going to be my pick. I am set to go. Donovan Jackson, Lindell Wigginton, Cameron Laird. I feel like I have the best team through the first three picks here. Feeling good. Uh, we've asked this a lot to you, Alex, as we get ready to actually see uh, Cameron Laird out there in action for the first time. Seems like there's just a lot of buzz here. People just want to see what this guy's all about. 
Yeah, and he gave a little bit of a glimpse. I think he was he was alone at the Suka basketball complex a couple of weeks ago and per, you know set his phone up and periscoped him shooting. And so uh, this will be though the first true glimpse everybody kind of gets of him. And you're right, he's the big unknown for this team, and I think he's got expectations to come and do something this year. And you know Steve Prohm said he's not really putting expectations on minutes or anything like that quite yet, but they do think he can be a big energy guy in terms of rebounds, second chance points, score around the basket. And the big thing they're working on with him moving forward is, is it sounds like the bigger he needs to improve and which is rightfully so because he's so young is just the, his kind of skill set, um, you know, being able to do a little bit more things uh, with his game. So I think that's the big question, but uh, there's no doubt he's got the athleticism, the size to succeed. And uh, it be interesting to see, you know, maybe him and Solomon go against each other um, in terms of, or maybe even Jacobs, and just to get a true look at what he can do against some of those power five guys. All right, I'm next, right? You got two picks here, Mr. Brinson, your third and fourth round selections in the Capital City League mock draft. I've always, have you ever been to Stone Mountain, Georgia? No. You ever never climbed the mountain? No. I've done that a couple of times when I've done games in Atlanta. It's a very cool place to go. So, uh, T.I. Thomas is from Stone Mountain, Georgia. So I'm going to select Thomas here from Drake. Who? Who's this guy? T.I. or T.J. Thomas. There's, there's a T.J. Thomas. Yeah, him. T.J. Thomas. T.J. Thomas, that's the guy. You're, you're going T.J. Thomas From Stone us, Mountain, huh? Georgia. Okay. All right. Yeah. 68205. Skinny. Yeah. T.J. Thomas. DJ Thomas. Yeah, not BJ Thomas. <laughs> Raindrops keep falling on my head. No, well, not him. Anytime DJ you can Thomas. take two Drake Bulldogs in your first three round picks. Yeah, I'm doing well. You got to do it. What, what do you got next here, Jimmy? Okay. okay. Uh, that Beverly guy. Ah, Jeff Beverly. He's uh, like 250, about 6'6. He's a big boy. Yeah. So I've got Reed Timmer feeding all these big guys. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going to roll. So I'm going to take. Uh, Beverly. Jeff Beverly. Yes. All right. Uh, your thoughts on Jeff Beverly after uh, hearing a little bit about him. Big body like Jim mentioned, Alex. Uh, you think he could come in and, and provide maybe a little bit more than what we saw out of the two fifth-year guys from a year ago? Yeah, that, he's going to be the kind of the interesting one to watch. Obviously, him and Hans Brace, I think, maybe battle for that four spot initially. Um, you know, Brace maybe has a little bit, obviously, more size. I think he's more 6'9", and so... He's got the size. I think Jeff Beverly's listed at 6'6", and that's obviously with shoes, which you play on. But it sounds like he might be a little bit smaller. So it'll be interesting to see how they use him. Obviously, he you know, kind of played the four at uh, uh, Texas San Antonio last year. But I'll be interested to see, depending on what kind of lineups I would say goes with, if they try to use him as a wing at times, if he is more of a 6'5 uh, type guy. So the good thing with him, I think, is he, he you know, rebounds pretty well and, you know, I think around the basket he's got some moves, and so mm-hmm. a good addition. I think he will uh, probably provide a little bit more, uh, although we did see Daryl Bowie come on later in the season. So uh, if he could do that, at least, I think that would be a good bonus for Iowa State. Uh, let me ask, is, is Brace is not playing, right, because of his knee? Yeah, that's correct. He, yeah. He's you know back doing basketball activities and been cleared, I think, for that, but uh, it just didn't make sense for him to do Cap City. It, so exactly. He's the one Iowa State player not to do it this summer. Right, okay. All right, back to the drawing board again. I I had Beverly on my list, and Jimmy B had to sneak through there and steal him away. So Just not a pretty face here. I yeah, can tell you. yeah, you're going up there taking my guys. So I got to go back to the drawing board here. I'm going to go with the guy that uh, Alex. I've talked to you a lot about. 
and it's one of the freshmen coming in, my second freshman for Iowa State coming in, and uh, young Mr. Lewis from Milwaukee. Six foot six, feels like he can step out and shoot it. Pretty good defender. He doesn't have certainly the buzz that we're hearing out of Lindell Wigington. What are your expectations for Lewis in year number one at Iowa State? Yeah, I was kind of hoping he would sneak by you, I, you know, when, when he got past Jim. But he's a guy that's got good size at the wing. And, you know, long-term, I think he'll be a multi-year starter there. And initially, you know, right now, you know, talk to Linda Wigginton about him, talk to Steve Prom about him. Uh, Wigginton and Lewis obviously were kind of played a little bit together when they were on their visit. And they really like his shooting ability from beyond the arc. Mm-hmm. That's something that Iowa State loses a ton of with, you know, losing Matt Thomas and, Nazmi too long, and even Monte really stepped up his ability beyond the arc in the in the last few years. And so, uh, they they other than Donovan Jackson, there's some unknowns about who's going to be that that big threat beyond the arc. And I'd be interested to see how fast he can become that. But he is a pretty lethal shooter from beyond the arc. And so I think that could be the expectation initially is a guy that could come in as a role player off the bench. But it wouldn't surprise me, uh, depending on how this rotation kind of shapes out. Um, to see him really uh, progress quickly in terms of minutes and that sort of thing, and you know, he might end up being one of their key weapons from beyond the arc. We jump over from uh, that. Alex, you got two more selections here, fourth and fifth round picks. Well, I'll start with, you know, I think it's the last Iowa State player on the board. I was looking at Lewis as he snuck by, and I'll go with Jacoby Long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a guy that last year we didn't see a ton of. You know, he was, a, I think, the number 100 player in the country out of high school by ESPN, and uh, I think his 24-7 sports composite was a four-star who was really known as a good defender, but he had off-season uh, shoulder surgery um, just to clean up some stuff. And I think that shoulder injury maybe limited a little bit more than uh, we knew because I, I don't know if I really knew he had much of a shoulder problem throughout that season. So it'll be interesting to see him. I think uh, I heard he's doing well health-wise and um, is kind of really encouraged by his shoulder, but also really excited to – there's some open opportunities to go and compete. And so, um, you know, I think he's, he's looking forward to that this summer. So I'll take him, and then uh, a guy that I think did really well, um, you know, last year in the Cap City League from Drake, and uh, I might mess up his name, but Ore, I, I, I cannot say his last name. Oregon Dade. Uh, yes. Yeah, but he he played well last year in the he Cap did. City League, if I remember right, and um, you know, he's he's a pretty athletic kid that uh, got to the rim quite a bit. So I'll go with him uh, after Jacoby. That was my selection. Again, you guys continue to steal my picks, so that means it's back to the drawing board. That's the guy that I took last year when we did this exercise, Alex. And uh, Deontay McMurray, he was a Juco kid for uh, Drake a year ago. Put up some decent numbers. He can run the point a little bit. I got all kinds of point guards now on my team. We're going to be playing fast, so I am going with Deontay McMurray with my fifth selection. Jimmy B., we are over to you with your fifth and then sixth round selection. Uh, I am going to stay in the guard category, and I'm going to take one of Drake's uh, highly publicized recruits in Jalen Gibbs I out like of this Maryland. Kid. I like I, this I kid a lot. I think this kid can play. Mm-hmm. So I am going to take him, and then I've got one more left as the sixth man, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, gee whiz. <laughs> Do I go for Sam Jones? The guy has a terrific bank shot. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, wait, that's the wrong Sam Jones. He played Jones, for the yeah. Boston Celtics. No, right. Okay. Uh, I think I'll pass on that. I'm going to go real big. All right. I'm taking Casey. Casey at the bat. Casey Schlatter. Schlater. Schlater. Him, too. <laughs> at 6'10". 
I'm taking Casey. He is an Iowa Falls kid. He who, is. Uh, there's a guy in the NBA from Iowa Falls. You know who it is, Jimmy B? Uh, no. Nick Collison. Oh, that's a long time ago now. Okay. He's still in the league. He is. You know, he, was on, he was on the roster. Didn't Absolutely. get a lot of minutes, but he was there for OKC. That should have been uh, pretty easy for you, Jim. There isn't a whole lot of options out there. Well, I knew it was either him or Heinrich, and I could I forgot where Heinrich Heinrich Sioux City. Oh, got you. Went to West. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I got you hooked up. Okay, thank you. All right, I got one more selection. I'm going to go big. I'm going with the biggest of big. Six foot eleven Corey Kunsling from Dunkerton High School. Dunkerton. Just north of Waterloo. That is who I'm going to take with my final selection, and uh, he's going to be riding the pine. We're going to go with our <laughs> starters a whole lot. Finish it up for us, Alex, your last selection. Yeah, I'll finish up with Graham Woodward from, from Drake. I think he had a, you know, was close to a eight points per game guy last year. The year before, I think he was even a little bit better, above 10 points per game. So another guard, which uh, I think I've, I've got a decent mix of guards and forwards, hopefully, but uh, another guard, but a guy that can probably score. Well, looking back, a uh, pretty fun exercise here as we do our mock draft with the Capital City League. Alex Halstead from CycloneAlert.com. His team is Nick Weiler-Babb, Mariel Shayok, Solomon Young, Jacoby Long, Ori Anagadande, and Graham Woodward. Pretty solid team. Uh-huh. I like it. Good mix there out of Alex. Jimmy B., you got Reed Timmer. Yep. Michael Jacobson. Yep. T.J. Thomas. Mm-hmm. You didn't know his name was T.J. Jeff no, Beverly. It looked like an I to me. That's why I said T.I. Jalen Gibbs. I like that pick. Yep. And Casey Schlater. Yes. I like one of your six. Oh. Reed Just Timmer, <laughs> that's it? No, Jalen Gibbs. Oh. <laughs> I like my guys. And, and the best team, uh, certainly on paper. Please. Donovan Jackson, mm-hmm. Lindell Wigington, Cameron Laird, Terrence Lewis, Deontay McMurray, and Corey Kentling. Wigginton's not even going to be on the court. He'll be playing. When he plays, average per game, he's going to dominate. He's going to dominate. Not with Reed Timmergarden, him, he's not. <laughs> well, it is going to be fun, Alex. Uh, I'm sure you're going to keep people up to date, everything happening over at the Capital City League. What do you guys have on tap over there at CycleAndAlert.com? Yeah, I'll be headed over there Thursday to talk to some of those newcomers um, that are there for the first time. and. Was hoping to get Linda Wigginton before he left for Canada, but he's already off for Canada for that under 19 tryouts, which I think he should make and then play in an early July. So we'll have some Cap City League coverage obviously coming up, and then our recruiting is really heating up. Like I mentioned at the top, you know, they've got Real Mitchell, Sterling Goldman, mm-hmm. and um, some of their top guys coming in this weekend and then again the next weekend. So they've actually got a point guard coming on an official visit already, too. Jordan Lathan from Missouri is a 2018 point guard. And, He's coming for his official visit uh, Thursday through Saturday already, then Northwestern, and he could decide in July. So uh, it's kind of crazy, you know, that basketball recruiting is even starting to pick up a little bit um, for 2018, but that's coming up as well. Thank you, buddy. It's always great when we catch up with you. Thanks for playing along with our stupid little uh, draft <laughs> today, man. We always enjoy it. Thanks, bud. Yeah, thanks, guys. I think, you know, Trent Scott – Three got the future of Iowa State on his team, so that's probably the team that people would be most interested in watching. We're uh, building for the future. I've got the toughest team. The toughest team. Yes. That, that's how you call it. That's, yep. No we'll question. check it out. And thanks a lot, Alex. Alex has got no yep, buddies. Thanks. He's got no buddies. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Oh, jeez. He comes yep, to us. Okay, buddy. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. That was a good time. It was. Uh, good team. You feel good about your team? Absolutely. I told Why you yesterday, I? I didn't like my PTL team. I know you didn't, yeah. I, I Did you like this one better? I, oh, a lot better. Oh. I, I think, uh, no jo- joking aside, yes. I really do think I do have the best team here. 
for the Capital City League. Hmm. PTL-wise, no, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> not so much. I, I like this team. It, and again, this is just, it's a fun exercise. Linda Wigginton, he might not play a whole lot. Right. So that kind of yeah. falls. If he would have been there, I would have probably taken him at two. You would have got Donovan Jackson. I, I mean, I it would have shifted yes. things around. Yes. I kind of got value there, if you will, the way that we did it. But Reed, Tim- Reed Timber's going to dominate this league. You watch. He'll put up good numbers. He, he always does. He's he a good player. Yes. He's a good player. You know, we haven't talked much about Drake. And you, you mentioned Jalen Gibbs. Yeah. Who's coming in. Uh, I was reading an article about it. It was about a month ago that they uh, said him and another freshman that they had signed mm-hmm. uh, for that first class for uh, for Coach Medved. And... I don't know. I you read through some of the things. He's a six three guard, but his coach talks about how he can guard any position any, for yes, you. I saw that. They changed his offense. He averaged actually a lot more. He averaged twenty eight a game as a senior, but averaged even more than that as a junior. They changed their offense to do a couple of different things. The scoring went down. He averaged ten rebounds a game as a six foot three guard. Mm-hmm. And and I don't care if you're playing in some small league out in Maryland no. or if you're playing in the Corn Bowl Conference. Averaged ten a game as That's a guard. That's impressive. Isn't it? It's uh, incredibly yeah, it impressive. Is. Yeah. And he was able to do that. I just it's one of those kids that you look at, you hear what coaches say about him, and it looks like Drake maybe found one. And that's that's what Nico's gonna have to do early on. You have to find those guys that are a little bit deeper in the rough and, and you gotta make it work. We will see how many of those guys he can get going forward. We're out of time, Jimmy B. We are. We'll come back. Whoa. One o'clock hour, another busy one, and we will talk baseball to kick it off. Chris Cotillo will join us from MLB Daily Dish. A look at the draft. Baseball and more coming up next. Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 to noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers. On 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Hi, this is Chip Wade, TV host and entrepreneur. I own a construction and design business, and I never want to turn down a job because I don't have enough capital for hiring or to buy equipment. That's why Cabbage is so important. Cabbage provides lines of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds whenever you need them. I signed up in a few simple steps and had funding in minutes. Cabbage has helped over 100,000 small businesses from every industry. Go to cabbage.com slash boss or 888-CABBAGE. That's cabbage with a K, 888-CABBAGE. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't know, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Napa know-how. Ever wish you could have your own walk-up music? Napa has the rugged Bluetooth speaker on sale for $29.99. It's portable and waterproof, which means you can play walk-up music anywhere. Showing up to a party? Walk-up music. 
Doing a sweet cannonball? Walk-up music. The rugged Bluetooth speaker at Napa for $29.99 makes everything cooler. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Offer expires 6 If the invention of cement led to the Hoover Dam, which led to hydroelectric power, which led to powering a city by harvesting the energy of the ocean's tide, what's next? We're working on that. Aero Electronics, five years out. If the invention of the oscillating fan led to the ceiling fan, which led to central air conditioning, which led to thermostats recognizing whether or not you're in the room, what's next? We're working on that. Aero Electronics, five years out. This is Charles Osgood. Tax compliance can be a real pain for businesses. That's why I'd like to tell you about Avalara's powerful tax automation technology. Avalara simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax rate calculations and automatic return filing. Avalara's software already integrates with your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems, so it couldn't be easier. Find out how the good people at Avalara can help you at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Hi, this is Chip Wade, TV host and entrepreneur. I own a construction and design business, and I never want to turn down a job because I don't have enough capital for hiring or to buy equipment. That's why Cabbage is so important. Cabbage provides lines of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds whenever you need them. I signed up in a few simple steps and had funding in minutes. Cabbage has helped over 100,000 small businesses from every industry. Go to cabbage.com slash boss or 888-CABBAGE. That's cabbage with a K. 888-CABBAGE. Napa know-how. Ever wish you could have your own walk-up music? Napa has the rugged Bluetooth speaker on sale for $29.99. It's portable and waterproof, which means you can play walk-up music anywhere. Showing up to a party? Walk-up music. Doing a sweet cannonball? Walk-up music. The rugged Bluetooth speaker at Napa for $29.99 makes everything cooler. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Offer expires 6 you don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 